Django. Django. Enter the lab, Elvis Escobar, Fort Sama. What's going on, brother? What's up, man? You know, chilling. Another week here in uh, good old Savannah, Georgia. Just just moved out here. We'll, we'll talk about that on a different occasion. But uh, I'm doing good, man. Just finished a workout, so I feel good. Showered. Doing good. About to watch the March Madness here in a little bit, but can't complain, man. Doing good. Good, good. Uh, obviously, we'll, we'll go into depth about what you're doing on episode 14, but this is uh, a separate episode. I guess technically this is episode 14. I don't know how we're going to edit it, but we have a, a guest that we've been talking about for several episodes now. Yeah. We're, trying to, we're trying to do more interviews. Obviously, when we, as we do more interviews, we'll get more comfortable. Uh, it's always a, a trial and error type situation where you're you know, it's an art. There's a, there's a craft to doing interviews and or having organic conversations with it's like recruiting, that, man. Absolutely. With people <laughs> that you've never either either met or you don't have that that fluid um, relationship yet. But hopefully this is somebody that we have on on the podcast, uh, you know, again and again. Uh, and hopefully his career goes. But we have a, a guest that he is a I guess you could say professional soccer player. Um, he is from England. He came to America, uh, via the way of soccer. We'll learn more about him. I've never met him personally, but uh, we just chopped it up a little bit before we hopped on. Uh, yep. we want to enter Charlie Dennis into the lab. Uh, thank you for being on, man. What's going on? Hey, hey. what's up guys? My guy. What's up, thank Charlie, man. Good to finally me. have you on, man. Oh, it's our pleasure, man. I've, we've been trying to get this for so long and. You can see it on my face, man. I'm so happy to have you here. It's it's definitely good. We we're good. Let's, we're happy. Let's to have, have you a little here. chat. Yeah, man. Absolutely. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing well. Doing well. Got a game tomorrow, so. Yeah, yeah. where are you right now? I'm in Memphis, Tennessee. Okay. Um, yeah, we play against them. They're they're an east East Coast um, team, and we we play ten games um, out of thirty on the East Coast. And then 20 of the, those will be back on the West Coast. Nice. So. All right. For, for some people that don't know you or, you know, kind of the background, we'll kind of give you a quick synopsis. Obviously, you played for the Oakland Roots. Um, you played previously for the Tuscan. What were they? The Tuscan what? Just FC2, something they were called. Gotcha. So so no nickname. Um, no, not, not so much. Okay. And the, and the league you guys are in, for people that, you know, a lot of listeners that we have, a aren't into soccer, or B don't know. Kind of, there's other you know professional uh, divisions and leagues. What division can you s- let people know that you are compared to the MLS? Yeah, it's, it's basically the one the one below the MLS called the USL Championship, which is the second second division in America, North America. So, nice. okay, go ahead for it. No, I mean that's that's good. I, I'm I've seen uh you know from when you were on Tucson, you guys definitely got a lot of fans coming out. It's good. Now you kind of just moved over to Oakland. So, uh, just how how was that move for you? How how did you like it? Kind of if you can answer, how was like that process going in? What kind of went through your mind on on that decision that you made? How how did you end up coming to that decision overall? 
Yeah, so, I mean, in the off-season, I, I went back to England and then it's, it's basically up to me and my agent to decide where we want to go. Well, not so much decide, but, like, he'll, he'll speak to teams and then if if I'm the right fit for a club, he'll he'll reach out to them. And then it was it was fairly late that we got the open deal come. It sort of came out of nowhere. The coach was interested in me and then my agent was asking, like, would you be willing to go there and then there was a few phone calls between some of the staff at Oakland and me and then we decided that it was it would be a good fit and then the next step was putting a contract together. That's awesome. Is that one of your first situations in your, your pro career that you went through or did you have other situations similar to this as far as obviously as you get older, you know, situations are bigger, whether it's relationship or family. Was this one of the first uh, big steps in your career? Yeah, but I mean, it, it was a step up from, um, it was a league above from last year. So, yeah, that is a step up in that sense. Um, but I've been playing professional since about four years ago, 2018. And ever since then, I've been in, in the system and sort of the same thing. But this has been the biggest contract for me and it's the, the biggest stage now and the biggest club that I've been at. So it's, it's just on a bigger scale, really, which which is what I've been trying to achieve. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, just to backtrack, because I myself want to get to know you more either personally and and professionally, and I'm sure some of the people as well. Uh, You're 26 years old. Uh, We're we're born in the same month, like we just discussed. So we have that connection 10 days apart. But where, you know, you're from England, talk about, you know, your roots and you know, I'm I'm so interested in in soccer. I just got into it five years ago when I or six years ago when I moved down here to South Florida. I'm wearing my Real Madrid. Uh, I kind of jumped on that bandwagon, but uh, I, I seen that you played as a in the youth career for Southampton. You know, where did you grow up? You know, how did you get into soccer stuff like that? Yeah, okay. I mean, I'll try and open up about myself as best <laughs> I can for you guys. Absolutely, I appreciate it. Don't don't really speak about my myself or my journey too much. I'm more of a yeah. I don't really open up too much about. Um, sort of my journey, but I mean, now is a perfect opportunity, and I'll try and do the best I can to um, thank you. Sort of give you an insight, and obviously now being at the level I am, I'm going to have to do it in the future. And uh, obviously, people will want to know my story, so I guess now is a good time to start. So um, yeah, I mean, I was born in in Kent in England. This is like south of London. Um, grew up there till I was about five, and um, Moved down to the south coast, was um, just kicking the ball as, as soon as I could walk. Really, it's it's in it's in my blood. It's in it's in my family's blood. My my granddad played for Arsenal, which is like a you guys know awesome. Arsenal. Yeah, um, of course. Yeah, so football's in my blood. Just started playing locally. Then was was doing well, doing really well as a kid. Um, got the opportunity to go on a trial with Southampton and Portsmouth at the same time. Um, that was probably about seven, eight years old, which is wow. still really young, you know. Um, yeah. And they both wanted me in their academies. And um, at the time, Southampton was was a better club to go with, even though it was like um, an hour and a half commute for my dad. And I'd be training three, four times a week. So that's a lot of miles for him. Um, <laughs> but yeah, putting that, it was, it was some journey. So I, was, I ended up signing there. 
getting in the system as soon as you can, really, as a kid. So I was, I was lucky enough to um, be in that academy system, which is the best football you can play as a kid. Um, grow, growing up, played, played, yeah, just played a lot of years there. My whole life was football as a kid. Um, didn't really go to school. And then as soon as i come home, I'd have to leave because it'd be a bit of a distance to drive. So my dad would come home from work. My mum would make my dinner. And then, <laughs> so I'd, I'd rush home, eat my dinner, and then straight in the car, hour and a half drive, training. Wouldn't get home till 10.30. And how old are you at this point? At this point? Oh yeah, I mean, this started from eight, nine years old, and went wow. until I was 15, went until I was fifteen. So that that was uh, eight years. It was a grind, you know. Yeah. I was thrown in at the deep end, but like that was what I loved, and I was grateful for the opportunities. I wasn't allowed to play in school teams um, when I was younger. I had, I used to get Thursday off school because I'd get the train down by myself, and um, that was called day release. So and and not to cut you off, but uh, just so people who don't understand uh, professionally when you're you're working through the ranks, when you say you weren't allowed to, who's not allowing you? Is it a contract thing or is it a personal thing? Yeah, I was I was signing contracts as a kid um, for Southampton. Wow. That's no nuts. no money involved, no money involved. But it was those contracts, and it was it was yearly contracts that they would wanted. They you were under their they were gov- you were governed by them basically, and they governed. decided. <laughs> yeah, they decided what what you done. All the power was in their hands. Wow. So, um, yeah, big commitment. And every year you'd they'd evaluate you, and and depending if they would see you as an asset going forward, they would sign you for another year. Cool. Yeah, and nuts, and when man. and when did you go ahead for it? Oh no, I was I was just gonna say, um, you know, appreciate that, like we love hearing stories like that and like just hearing people's grind and how dedicated they are to their craft and just kind of gives a sense about how nothing really comes easy. Like you got to work for everything. So I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, what I really was going to ask was more so like uh, you were, you were in England doing all this and kind of like going through the steps and getting everything figured out in soccer. How did uh, you kind of make the choice to, to leave England to, come here to the States to, to play soccer here or how, how was that process? What, what made your mind go, Hey, I want to go. I know you played at PBA. So what made your mind to, you know, come across the pond, like they say, and play on this side of, of the world and, and do that kind of stuff. How, how did that work or what made you do yeah, that? So, so when I was obviously talking, going, just going back to the being at Southampton. So when I was 14, I remember someone coming in to talk about this, this thing you could do in America and the the soccer scholarship they call it, but I thought I thought I was at Southampton, the, the Premier League club. I was like, no, I'm not going to end up doing that. So fast forward another year, I was 15 at the time, and I wasn't physically developed. And Southampton basically told me they they didn't want me anymore, and um, that was sort of that was my whole life. And then it you you're not you're not doing that anymore. So it was like. I was 15, just finishing up school. In England, you finish school at 16. So after that, you can either go to college and university or different things in England. College is two years, 16 to 18. And that's sort of where you pick like a a pathway that you want to do or like a subject. And I was doing a sports degree at 16 and playing like a decent-ish level of football. 
um, and I was, I was still enjoying it, but I had a bit more freedom. Um, it wasn't as intense as being at an academy. So I'd done two years there, um, was playing really well, scoring goals because the, the level was a bit lower. So I was like, yeah, I still want to play football. Like I'm doing good. And then at 18, um, there's like agencies that recruit players and you basically go there and like loads of kids go there and coaches from America come and look. And you, do, you can also make a highlight video to send coaches to basically offer you a scholarship to come from England out to America. And my dad helped, my dad helped me a lot. He used to come to my games and record me play. And he made a highlight video of me and then we'd send it out and pay an agency like a, like a grand or something. Wow. And uh, I had a few offers, but then I had to sit the SAT test, which was ridiculously hard for me because I, I didn't know for two years. So I didn't know any like of the English questions, any of the maths. There was I'm sure we wouldn't pass it either, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, no matter what age we are. <laughs> I had two goes at that. And mate, that it was ridiculous. So I got, I can't remember the score, but it wasn't high enough to go D1. And I had one offer to go D1, but I couldn't go. So I ended up just accepting this scholarship to a D2 school in Rome, Georgia, which is in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> Rome, so Georgia. That's a tricky one. <laughs> I'm going to I'm Rome, like but then when you show up, it's nothing like. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I'm this underdeveloped 18 year old, just packed his suitcase, said, fuck it, got on a plane. And basically, yeah, said bye At to my 18, man. Yeah. It's a bit it's a bit different in England, you know, you'd like I was hanging about on the streets, like playing football, drinking a little bit of fifteen, you know, like having a good time. You grow up a little bit a little bit earlier than you do in America, you know, drinking age here is twenty one, um, stuff like that. So like at eighteen I was a little bit more savvy and um yeah, just decided I wanted give it a shot another country another opportunity and honestly like amazing decision and my my dad had a, had a big hand in that he, he he's a wise man so he knew he knew it'd be good for me and the experiences and the people I met have just been amazing that's nice. awesome man so at the age of and it always blows my mind because you know as fans or people that never taken that next step we uh, we're unappreciative or, or ignorant about what goes on behind the professional scenes. Uh, obviously, you saying that, you know, I'm looking at your Wikipedia page and you're born in 1995. And by 2005, you're signed, um, you know, to uh, Southampton. Uh, you play there for seven years. That puts you, you know, at, you know, 17 years old, trying to figure it out. And, and you get that reality check of they don't want you anymore. You know, whether it's, uh, a relationship, you know, whether it's uh, something you love like soccer or anything, you know, somebody, some, something tells you, you, we don't want you, uh, your services are no longer needed, especially as an impressionable teenager that hit you pretty hard. Did that motivate you or did that put you down for some time? Cause it could make or break you at that point, you know? Yeah. It, it was just a point like at the time it had been eight years of like, a grind and like I was it was like I was running out of steam. I knew the coaches didn't really want me there for you one reason it. or another because like some some favorites you know and like if you're not under there like it's there's it's right place right time sort of thing 
and it, it wasn't meant to be. So it was like, I sort of knew that it was coming and then it happened. I don't know. I just had, you just have to get on with you. I don't know. I, I didn't overthink it too much. Just sort of got on with my life and was like, what's next? And then just done my best that I could, uh, um, or what, whatever was in front of me, you know, and I, I could only do the best that I could do in the environment that I was in. Yeah, for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. Go ahead for it. Uh, so pretty much what what I got now is every everyone has something that they do. Like you know, me me and Ray do some. You know, we chop it up, talk a little bit before we record, and to to get ready for what we're gonna do. What what does that look like for you when when you're about to get into a game? Like, what's your pregame? Do you have like a pregame ritual? Do you put your left boot on before your right boot on? Like, <laughs> do you listen to any kind of music? Like, what what goes through your head? What what do you do before games to to get you in in game shape and, and ready to go out there and play. Um, most most importantly for me is probably eating decent food. What are you doing there? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, one of my teammates. You can, he, you can. he thinks he's a joker, so he's going to try and do something <laughs> funny. I know. You. But um, no, probably most importantly for me is is eating like a decent meal before and sleeping well. Like I'm not, I'm not religious. I'm not like superstitious. I'm just like, like focused. Like I'm like in the present. Like just do the best that I can and and make sure I'm well rested. If I have like a tight, say like I, for example, if I have a tight hamstring, make sure like I do a little bit of treatment on that. Um, yeah, just eat, sleep, make sure my energy levels are high, and then just try and have as much confidence and. Don't, I don't really think about the opposition too much. I know what I'm capable of and I'm confident in my own ability. And then once you start doing well, it's like you you build up that confidence and you don't ever look back. And and you, um, yeah, I know when I go out there, I'm, I'm at the point in my career where I could be playing Chelsea tomorrow. I'd still like back myself and, and not not think twice, to be honest. Nice. What? Yeah. That... Did... Go ahead, for it. Sure. No, I was going to say like, so, I mean, I haven't really been following your career too much because I, I just kind of started really like talking to you and hanging out with you and a little bit more because you're pretty much part of the family now. Um, how did you handle or how was it when you went on that hot streak when you were scoring like every game, like not just Killing like it. regular goals, like you were scoring like crazy, like top tier, like goals that would show up on Sports Center top 10 type stuff like how did you welcome that? How was that for you? And uh, just talk a little bit about that, because, I mean, everyone was posting your stuff, man. You, you're doing some good work. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I'll just try and be in the present. Um, I just enjoyed last year being, for me, it's just, it might sound simple, but I just enjoy having fun with my teammates, going out there every day. I was in the sun, like the weather in Arizona is lovely. The facilities, <laughs> the training field is like nice green grass, and they're they're the two most important things for me. Is just I'll go out there and work hard every day in training, and then when the games come, it was I was getting a bit more luck. Whereas the season before, <laughs> it wasn't quite falling for me. Um, but yeah, like just I was enjoying it. I was confident, um, and I knew like going into the game, I wasn't scared of anything, and I was. I believed in myself and uh, yeah, I just, I don't know. I didn't like just, yeah, just work hard. Um, um, yeah, just, I was trying to 
didn't overthink it. Like when it when the time would come, just I knew that all the years before being in like a setup with Southampton, I knew that I have the ability. I've just got to, now I'm physically developed, and you can see I'm like one of the biggest players out there. Which how much shit are you talking I, after? After you <laughs> score a good goal, like you know, he, he's I'm, humble and he doesn't <laughs> celebrate much. I've seen his post celebration. He's not he's not bragging and boasting. He usually runs. Do you to the go back and forth but... with defenders. Like what what, kind, what what goes down there? You know, for us like fans that don't really know, like I'm sure you you know you've talked and you know had some yeah that, more so in England. Like people love talking shit, but in America, I, I won't really start it unless someone's coming for me. But like, if you come to mm. me, like I'm coming back for you. you, know <laughs> you nice. like, I'm not gonna go out my way to. I've never been sent off. I'm not gonna go out my way to uh, to try and just start something. I'll focus on playing football. But if if someone's deliberately like some games, I'll be getting man marked where someone's just following me around the whole game. I remember the. Do you remember the Texas game where I got headbutted? Yeah, I remember that. Yep. Yeah, yep. like that was me taking the ball around him, and he he didn't like it, and he wouldn't let go of me, and then he turned around and headbutted me. I did end up getting a game suspension. For that, which is <laughs> kind of ridiculous, but yeah, that's I don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't I don't think about that too much, but if if it comes to me, that I'm going to give it back. But, hey, getting, yeah, getting, some, sort of thing. getting some yellows and reds isn't you know right now I'm rocking a Sergio Ramos so. Uh, he's my favorite player because when I got introduced to this, introduced to the game, Ronaldo was, uh, you know, the top guy and then Sergio, I just love this passion, but I know you're not a defender, but Hey, getting a couple reds, you know, you get a reputation. Nobody will fuck with you anymore after a while. So yeah. sometimes you got to get a couple of yellows or reds to let people yeah. know, you know, not, not, not for me, not fucking this Charlie. I, yeah. I definitely <laughs> picked up a lot of yellow cards, but I know like if I'm on a yellow card, I'm not doing anything stupid. Of course. I'll probably watch my tackles a little bit more. I mean, I've grown up playing football like all my life. So it's like, I'm not like, I'm, I know this stuff. Like I know how to like do it when the ref's not looking or like, there you just go. don't <laughs> don't go over that line. Whereas like you do something stupid and it bites you in the arse, you're missing games and then you got to get back in the team and like, you might lose your spot. Like, so you, you gotta be, you gotta be smart with that sort of stuff. Yeah, I have a I have a couple questions real quick. Go for ahead. It. Um, yeah, go ahead. So first of all, you're lefty. Uh, I, we always comment, you know, lefty boot. That's fire because it's not very shit. common. You know what I mean? So were you do you do everything lefty, or is that something that came naturally at a young age? How, how did that come about? Yeah, so I'm I'm left footed and right handed. Um, I know it's just natural. Just growing natural, up, I'm right? kind of blessed that I got gifted with a left foot um, and just. Just didn't, in, I don't know. Yeah, that's how. Yeah, that's how it, it planned out, and okay. yeah, I'm I'm grateful for that. No, because in North America, obviously, we have you know baseball, which you know you're valued more as a lefty uh, when you play baseball because there's a you know smaller percentage. So I just wanted to know in foot in, in football or in soccer, is it something at an advantage? Because I've seen you kick the righty and and make a couple goals, uh, in, whether it's the preseason or last season, righty, and you could do both. Yeah, I wouldn't say my right's completely useless because you do get left-footed. <laughs> you do get left-footed players that their right is literally just for standing on. So it's Ooh. it's quite. But yeah, being being left-footed is is definitely less popular. There's less left-footed players, so maybe that does hold an advantage. Um, as far as like defending, that. yeah, it's definitely yeah. an advantage, I would think. Um, yeah, but having a right foot as an option as well, whereas 
you 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 know it's not your strong foot, so you you sort of use it in a different way. You know you're not gonna try and you just sort of kill control the ball. it in a different way. You know you're not gonna kick the ball in a certain way. So there's, am I there's second? Me- Good. Yeah, it's, it's sort I don't know like sort of mechanical way to think about it, like logistically how how you want to do it. You know I wouldn't I don't try and go overboard with with using my my other foot. Whereas what no. I'd do with my left foot would be different, you know. That totally yeah. makes sense. I mean, you could you could translate that because I'm big into basketball, and you could do the same thing with lefties. As far as uh, you know, I'm a Kyrie Irving fan. Uh, Kobe Bryant used to use his left uh, a lot, so those people they used to use it as a you know, hey, think about this when you're guarding me, not as a whole you know a strong suit. So that's a very good point, and I love that. And my second question was uh, being from England and having influence or. Uh, who was uh, your favorite team growing up, and who was you know a soccer player that you looked up to, uh, whether it was, was on yeah on I your country or outside of your country? What what was some of your influences, team and player wise? Oh yeah, I mean, growing up, I was at playing at Southampton, but I was sort of my team was Chelsea. Um, remember just watching some of those older players like Frank Lampard was a midfielder that mm-hmm. that I I really liked. Because he he would score goals like no other midfielder, and he'd always find a way to find a back in the net. Um, yeah, so I was sort of I'm not a die-hard fan, but I was following Chelsea when I was younger. My my two brothers support Liverpool and Manchester United, so that you could sort of say we're like glory hunters. But it wasn't like that. And then um, yeah, so just just following him really, but there's different generation. Just all the, I'd watch football all the time as a kid, so I was always watching someone play. Nice. That's awesome. Go ahead for it. What's up, man? Sorry, guys. We oh, just you want to know what we're gonna eat. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, we. Okay, we're always clothing your clothes, though. We're gonna go there. Okay. So, what you want? What do you want to get, though? Just like a burger. Live on the podcast. Burger. Yeah, we try to find out. You hear this guy? What do you, what do he say? What does he want? Burgers now? He wants he wants uh, hey cheat meal, you gotta <laughs> He's gonna burn it off tomorrow. So hey he, he, he sees the camera, he's gotta get in front of it. Right. Hey, right. we don't mind. Hey, we'll have him on next time. We, yeah, tell him he, he can get on we'll the next yeah, time. Yeah. <laughs> he's seen me do this, he's, he wants to get involved. Hey, we appreciate it. We'll make time, yeah. but uh go ahead for it on yours. We go we'll, uh, we'll wrap it up though. We're we're, we're nah, at the end of this though. Go ahead, yeah. don't worry about them. So, <laughs> keep going. Um, gotcha. Just, yo, just get me whatever. Yeah, no worries. Yeah, give yeah, me yeah. one too. <laughs> right. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, kind of just to switch it up a little bit, man. Like, uh, we didn't really want to talk a lot, a little too much about it, but like, um, you know, I how how was your your college experience? You know, I you married to my cousin now. That's that's awesome. I, I love it. That's. That's awesome. Shout out Gabby. She yeah, is in production with this she's podcast and yeah, the utility players and the logo. Yeah, so you know, yeah. just how, how, so, tell a little bit story how you guys met or whatnot, if you want to talk about that. And then uh anything that you do outside of soccer, since that's what we've been talking about, like any hobbies you have or what your interests are outside of that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, so when I first came, I was in the middle of nowhere in Georgia called, called Rome, <laughs> the town was. And I got there and we had lads from all, all over the world, like there would be European, South American and American, all all sorts. But it was it was such a good group. We had and we were in a place where like we didn't really 
there was no like outside distractions. You sort of had to make your own fun. Um, we just had a great time, really. We we were close. It was it was a good group. We there was some young lads, there was older lads, and sort of because there weren't much in the town, it it brought everyone closer. We were just we were just having a good time, young, um, yeah, just all sorts, you know, just that just having a good, just got having a good just time. Being a bro, just, be, yeah, yeah, being in just being in a bro envir- in that bro, environment. Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> You've left home, so it's like I was living in a dorm room, like it was like a prison cell, to be honest. <laughs> the dorms yeah, were horrible. I, I was with a roommate, like I didn't know, um, who's still one of my best friends today. Who come nice. speak to him all the time? Um, yeah, so like I've made friends over the years from everywhere, and I still still speak to him. And obviously, we go on trips with the team, like road trips to games. Um, so you're just around around the boys all the time. Just yeah, have a, everyone's away from home, just up for a good time, really. That's good, man. Yeah, so, yeah. So that was that was. I done a year and a half at shorter, then done well in football. So I got the opportunity to move to like a different. I wanted to transfer because I knew if I'm going to go pro, I can't stay here. So I got mm. an offer from this coach who found me on Facebook and offered me to go down to to West Palm Beach at PBA. It was like a, a top ten D two school, um, and yeah, like the location, everything sold itself. Right, I was yeah. like, get me on that South plane, Florida man. Yeah, get me on that plane. Like I'm, I'm heading down there, and then my journey at PVA started, which that was some of my best years of my life as well. Um, down there, you've got everything. You know, there's nice cars, there's the beach, there's all, there's all sorts. You know, and then that was that was a bit bit of a different college experience compared to being in a small town in, right. in the middle of nowhere in Georgia. It was like all this new stuff that I didn't even think existed. I was down there, but then the football was really good as well. So it was like I was having a great time playing football and then being in this amazing place, just meeting new people, you know, going out, having fun, just some amazing stories, really. <laughs> nice, nice. It's good. How, and what do you got? You... Uh, what do you do? Uh, go ahead. No, you're no, go, transition go, go. with your question. Go. No, you're going to transition with your question. I was just going to say, how did you get into the uh, the Fortnite stuff? I know you're big on Twitch and you, you love doing that. And how, how did that kind of start? Were you, were you always like into video games or did you just kind of pick that I've up always later been, on? I've always been into video games and I've been, I've been really good at video games. So like ever since I was a kid, I was always like playing competitive gaming, which is a bit different to like a casual player. It's like where you either play for money or you're you're winning to like keep a record and like not lose basically. Um so yes. ever yeah, ever since I was a kid and had an Xbox, I was playing Call of Duty. Um and then I yeah, that was a big distraction when I was younger. It was it was football <laughs> and like I loved playing Xbox. It was like competitive, like the game was just so fun to to do and I was really good at it. So it was like I was destroying kids on, on Call of Duty. You know? <laughs> I love that as well as playing football. I don't know, that comp- I'm competitive guy, so that competitive aspect was was nice. Um, sort of kept me from doing other sort of stuff. But right. I loved it. And then when I, yeah, when I came out to America, I gave it up. But then like, 
I think when I was down in West Palm Beach, I did buy an Xbox again and started playing this new game, Fortnite. So I got into that and was loving it. Do that in my free time. Um, yeah, started playing that. And then obviously the, the whole streaming thing came about when I was um, in COVID last year. With you know Brandon Danny, yeah, um, Brandon bought a PC, so I was like, I'm gonna get a PC, start playing <laughs> Fortnite on it, and then COVID hit, so I was like, then my, one of my other friends who's now like a massive streamer in Mexico, um, <sighs> one of the most viewed Warzone stream, no, he's the most viewed Latin America streamer on Warzone, Dang. and he's on Facebook, he's he's so famous now. What's it? Um, what's his name? Just so I know, his name. So I can... Here, I'll type it in the in the chat for you. Guys. Yeah, that'd be good because we, you know, once uh, once we yeah, promote this, uh, yeah, once we promote this interview, we'll obviously put your stream into it. We'll we like to to show love to as many people as possible because yeah, uh, plus have... it doesn't help that you know he's he's a good looking dude, so he puts his face on there, and some people just tune in to watch him. They're not really worried about the game. Hey, you know I would, you know. Yeah, that's what I did. Too. I was gonna say I've been I've been staring. I call myself staring into his eyes a couple of times, where I'm just like, God damn, I, I forgot what you were even talking about. Yo, what kind of gel do you use, bro? Your, your hair. <laughs> I have done my hair today. I'm not going to lie. I've done it that hair is looking good after you score a goal. <laughs> yeah, literally. Um, yeah, but as I was saying, my my friend from Mexico who I was playing Fortnite with was like, you should start streaming. Like, You can make money from this. So I was like, made an account, started going, and I had these people coming in, and it's like a live chat, and you're playing at the same time, and you're making money. So it's like... Holy shit, no what, what's going on here? And then you can start building your own sort of brand sort of thing. And it just went from there. And then it's my sort of side gig right now and put a bit of time into That's that. Awesome. It's good fun. Nice. That's good, man. And, uh, you know, just to wrap this up, obviously we have the, uh, you know, Champions League. The The draw just came out today with, ironically, unplanned. You like Chelsea. I like Real Madrid. So we got a good matchup coming up very soon so i'm excited for it benzema has a new like almost a regen uh you know a new life as far as you know the 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 main players go away and ronaldo's go away and all of a sudden he stepped up to the plate but you know you like uh you like what chelsea's been doing obviously world champions or euro champions uh last year uh what do you like from them oh yeah i think thomas tuchel's done a good job um just made them a solid team all round, really. And, uh, yeah, they they look like a hard team, but Real Madrid are doing really well as well. And Benzema just knows where the back of the net is and he can he can all do it in all, all sorts of fashions. He scores different sort of goals. Yeah, he's a great player to watch. I don't know, he's such a good level. Um, yeah, it should be interesting. I enjoy I remember coming home, like, when I was younger, and Champions League would be, like, on, on in the night and it was the best thing ever to watch as a kid. Yeah. So I look, it's I look funny because in America, it's weird that it goes on during the day because, uh, you know, yeah. in North American sports, obviously, you know, you have a prime time game. It's always after six, seven o'clock. So maybe that's one of the reasons why uh, soccer hasn't picked up because you're at work. You're, it's two o'clock, three o'clock, usually over here when a, a big game's going on, whether it's on the weekend or not. But uh, that's going to be a, a fun matchup. I think the winner of that is a uh, highly contender into the, uh, the finals. And now that I know that you're a Chelsea fan, hopefully we have fun. I'll DM you 
uh, you know, we'll talk a little shit. We'll have a little fun with that. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. No, so, I mean, I mean, no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go. Go. go I, was, I was just going to say it. Yeah. The time zone kills it a little bit, but it is what it is. You know, there's not much you can do. Right. Absolutely. So pretty much like, you know, since we're going to just kind of start wrapping this up at the end of pretty much every episode we do, we kind of have some shout outs, just, you know, say what what's kind of on our mind lately and you know more so for the audience show some love you got any shout outs for for any people you know anyone you wanted to shout out you kind of been shouting out your dad throughout the episode which man that's awesome i I love that you got a good relationship with your dad that's important so you got you got anything you want to let the people know or just how they can watch your games twitch um, handles stuff like that yeah anything like that just to promote yourself or, or promote other people just so we can show more love yeah honestly my my whole gaming thing and um and yeah my gaming thing based i haven't really brought that into my public life only only my closest friends and that sort of know that so i've caught so that was just my side gig that i was working on but yeah i guess if you if anyone's watching this and they're interested in watching me sit there and game and chat with my <laughs> my fans then you can go follow me on facebook at boss dennis um yeah i'm sure you lot can tag that or whatever when we're done with yeah, it. Yeah, we'll um, take care of it. Yeah, and like I said, I have a good relationship with my family and my dad's done a lot for me when I was younger and I don't think I'd be able to get... No, I definitely wouldn't have been able to make, make it here to where I am. God knows what I'd be doing in England if it yeah if it weren't for him, really. So that that's nice Absolutely. of him. I really respect that. He's a top man, yeah. <laughs> top geezer. Good man. So yeah. Oakland Roots, uh, you know, the first game we talked before, you guys won uh, a loss one nil. Um, I gotta I gotta find some highlights or some stats on that, but um, you know, how'd you play and also what do you guys look forward to the season, obviously, as we wrap this up? But what you, what's your expectations with your new club and kind of how you fit in um into uh, you you were rocking the number 10, which obviously is a big number in soccer. Now you're rocking number 12 which is, uh, you know, still a solid number. But what are you looking forward to the season with your new club? No, I mean, I haven't thought about that too much. Just sort of, as I said, do the best I can in the moment and just enjoy every experience. Um, Being around better players and and the coaching staff has been unbelievable. I've learned so much already. Um, I'm loving my football. The facilities are amazing again. It's just it's just a bigger step up. Yeah, I've learned so much from the coaches already. Um, yeah, and just do the best we can really this year. Um, every opportunity I get, I'll try and not to waste it. And I think our team would will, will do do really well this year. To be honest, and from from what I've seen and the other teams in the league, I'm no doubt that it, it might take a little bit of time, but that's because there's a lot of fresh faces. There's a new coach. But at the end, the cream will rise, and I'm I'm really confident in our team. I think we have we have strength in depth. Um, we have great players, and I know I I think we'll do really well this year. Nice, awesome, man. Uh, last comments for you, Fort, before we uh, we end this episode, uh, and we appreciate you. I mean, just thanks for getting on with us. Uh, we appreciate it, man. We we hope to see you just keep moving on in your career, keep getting better. Uh, just MLS in your future, Premier League, going back to Europe, whatever the case may be, man. Like we're we're glad you got on with us, and you know we we wish wish you 
wish you nothing but success in, in your career. So definitely thanks, thank, thanks for being on, man. Of course, absolutely. No, I'll probably good. go visit, visit you visit you out in Oakland soon. So yeah, we'll I mean, I've got an extra. You'll be in the gaming room, bro. I've got an extra room. Let's so, go. Hey. So. Yep, absolutely. Mate, you, you'll have a right laugh if you come out here. All there's right, plenty man. to do like san francisco is right like 20 minutes you can see it from we, li- we live right on the beach um nice shout out to the missus as well and and feeny my cat yep there you yeah. go nice, nice. A beautiful cat i got four cats Perfect. so uh i told gabby yeah. i was like that's a beautiful that's a beautiful cat that gray yeah it's awesome yeah. she is she's like a little panther <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's true okay, man all right, well, no, we yeah, appreciate sorry. you coming on, Charlie. Uh, we're rooting for you, Oakland Roots. Uh, you know, uh, you know, with your uh, new team, hopefully many uh, big success. Obviously, hopefully you guys bring home the, the championship and hopefully you win a, you know, a midfielder MVP award, you know, and yeah. that you can hop on and, and show that shiny thing off. Yeah, yeah we'll see what happens. I, um, <laughs> have, you got any other, have you got any other questions? No, no, no we're, we're good to we're go. Good, we appreciate you, man. Yeah, good luck in the no. season, man. Go eat that thanks. burger. <laughs> yeah, thank, thanks for having me. I've, I've never Absolutely, really man. sort of spoke like this before. I don't really, I don't know, I don't really talk about myself too much. Hey, man, we we stuff. we didn't. We were always we started from the beginning too when we started the pod. We had never really done anything like that, so it's just getting comfortable in our own together. experience. Yeah, absolutely. yeah, exactly. Awesome, but thanks, man. man. All right. Yeah, we, we appreciate you. All right, man. All right, later. All right, well, great interview. Uh, we appreciate his time. Obviously, he's busy just getting into the season. He just wrapped up uh, his first game of the season on a new club, new transition, took a step up from his previous league. So that that was awesome. I, I love that experience. We'll, we'll kind of yeah. touch on it uh, when we record uh, our next episode. I, I believe this is going to be episode 14, but we'll, we'll figure that out, uh, you know, post-production and everything, how we're going to fit it in. But we appreciate Charlie for hopping on. Follow his Twitch. We'll post it. Um, Oakland Roots, their up-and-coming team, uh, up-and-coming situation, and they're uh, they're a part of the family, a part of the Fort Sama yeah. family, and a part of the Into the Lab. Into the Lab, yeah. No, it was it was good. It's just you know, definitely always want to have more people on and kind of not just you know see what what they're doing in in their lives, but just you know, it's always good to have. Uh, what, what am I trying to say here? It's always good to have like people's experiences and kind of learn from other people and trying to figure out, you know, w- what they went through to, to get where they're at. And just how I said earlier, nothing comes easy and you got to really like work for what you want and, and strive and really be determined. And I mean, that's just exhibit a right there, you know, even though he's on a lower league, but he's put in the work. So hopefully, you know, we wish him nothing but success in his future and, He's definitely going to be, you know, a friend of the pod and we'll have him on again. Yeah, man. He's been, um, it was great insight as far as being 10 years old and being signed and at 10 years old being told you can't do this. Hey, you have a friend that plays on this team in high school or elementary, you can't play on it. Why? You're contracted not to, you know, at a young age, 10 years old. So great insight into that uh, perspective as far as we all, you know, people who know sports, they kind of know that the ins and outs of business side of it, but, some people don't, you know, some people are totally unaware. They think that these people are just, uh, are the best of the best and they have the best life ever, but it's a grind up until you make it. And then when you do make it, it's a different type of grind. So we appreciate yep. him for being open, honest. He, he said it when he first started talking, this is, he was 
you know, first time opening up. So we appreciate that. Um, probably more than he, he knows when I first heard that. I, oh yeah. Uh, I thought that was, that was great. So enter the lab, Elvis Escobar, Fort Sama. We appreciate you guys for listening, comment, like, you know, let us yeah, know. Shout out the uh, new subscribers. Make sure you hit subscribe, man. Hit that subscribe button. You know, we, we need that. We need that. We're, yeah. we're looking forward to more people interacting and just, just keep dropping more content for you guys. We, we got a lot of, you know, vaccine stuff cooking up that we talk about all the time. So this isn't what, this isn't where we're going to stay at. We're going to just keep getting better and hopefully we can be on other people's podcasts soon. So we can kind of talk about our story and just network and figure everything out. But yeah, shout out to everything. Yeah. Subscribe. subscribe, hit the link in bio, do what you got to do. Subscribe down there, whatever the case might be. Well, on that note, enter the lab, exit the lab. Peace. Peace.